You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Live because of me is the title of this devotion. And over these next few weeks, I really feel to share with you about the life of the Son of God that He gives so generously. And I'm really looking forward to the devotions for next week when I'm talking about His life-giving way, His divine nature that is manifest in us and becomes so evident in us that that is our access to the Father. And and I just can't wait to share. But today I want to talk to you Live because of me. Jesus said, you shall live because of me. And I am so grateful that the Heavenly Father has ordered it the way he has in his kingdom because any of us can learn such an important lesson in this life that within our natural independent nature, no matter how educated, gifted, or talented, no matter what the excellence of our disposition is, we all can experience failure. And and the Bible does teach us that we all have failed or sinned and fall short of the glory of God in Romans 3, verse 23. And so it is something so important for us to learn that not to depend on self, not to be self-reliant, not to be a God to ourselves to say, hey, I don't need anybody. I don't need no religion. I don't need no God. Don't don't look at me like I'm some weakling like others. I know what I think, you see. And that is a pride that is not always obvious to the person who has it, but it can be quite obvious to others who look at that person and hear that person, no matter how excellent that person is, the quality to enable us with the attributes for which we were created are not within our natural self. They are a gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life by Christ Jesus. For example, and the point I'm trying to make to begin with here is how grateful I am the way the Heavenly Father ordered His kingdom. You see, if, if you and I would be Adam and Eve today, I think we would have stumbled just as much as they did, either earlier or later than they did. But we would have stumbled too, because you know how often you kind of said, oh, I'd never do such a thing. And then, my goodness, how is it possible? I'd never think I would do such a thing, and it happened. If you can come to the realization that you realize what you've done. But in other words, not everybody takes responsibility for their own actions. But the way God ordered it is he established eternal life in his son, Jesus Christ, and placed him at his right hand so that he himself is the guarantor, the heavenly father, that that eternal life is always ready and available to each who believes and receives Jesus Christ, who believes upon and receives Jesus Christ because Jesus is the embodiment of eternal life. He is eternal life. And therefore, Jesus says here in this masterful chapter of John chapter 6, 
John chapter 6 is corresponding to the marvelous story of Jesus taking the five loaves and three fishes and feeding the multitude with them. You know that story, how that young boy had his five loaves and three fishes and Jesus broke it and blessed it and broke it and multiplied it and fed 5,000 men and, and, and women and children and so forth. And, and this was a great miracle. Well, the next day, the people who had ate of that bread came to find Jesus and they, they said, how did you get here? He said, you look for me because you ate of the loaves. And then this Jesus took advantage of the opportunity, so to speak, to teach them that he is the bread of life. And he says, whoever comes to me, in verse 35 of John 6, will never hunger. And whoever believes upon me will never thirst. For, verse 57, as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me shall live because of me, okay? Live because of me is the title of this devotion. I'll read it to you right here in John 6, 57. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. So let me talk to you for a moment about an area where all of us in our faith can have struggles, and that is we begin to live because of Him, and then we stumble. Then we stumble. Something happens, we go, oh, oh I shouldn't have looked at that. Oh, I shouldn't have listened to that. Oh, come on, Lord, I, I really felt that I had changed now, and now, now I did it again. Oh, come on, gee. Oh, my goodness, Lord, how can that have happened? I, I thought I'd change. You see, we're struggling. We're struggling, right? And then you go, I don't know what to do, Pastor Robert. I prayed about this. I prayed about it. And, I, and then how is it possible? In this natural body, we have sin. It's part of the flesh, nature. But the reason we don't sin is because the life of the Son of God in us liberates us from the law of sin that's in our flesh. So now we live by the spirit of life in Christ and are no longer subject to the law of sin because it has liberated us. An airplane, when the engines are giving a thrust and the wind comes on, the, on its wings, it is carried up. And I mean, you can have an airplane that can weigh 400,000 tons and more. I mean, kilograms, 400,000 kilograms, 400,000 kilograms. Can you imagine such a thing? I mean, a, a, a man weighs between maybe 80 and 100 kilograms, so it can be more. But that's the weight of a man, 400,000 thousand kilograms an airplane can weigh and yet it goes up as if it weighs nothing into the air that's the power of lift that's the power of lift and it's an amazing amazing thing and and we don't think anything of it anymore now we just look at it and go oh, that goes an airplane but folks that is an example the power of the life of jesus christ liberates us 
from that law of sin and death that's in our flesh. So we now live free by the Son who has set us free. But this is the answer for that question, Pastor. I, I thought I was free, but now I did it again. Yes, you got into the flesh. You got into the flesh. You, you, you didn't stay in the Spirit. Well, how can I stay in the Spirit? How can I stay in the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh? That's what the Bible teaches. If you live by the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh in Galatians chapter 5. How can I stay in the Spirit? Right? Jesus said, He who feeds on me will live because of me. That is the title of this devotion, Live Because of Me. This is the key. Let me read you a verse that really helped me some years ago as I was learning this in my own growing in faith. And it is Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. As you therefore have received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. In other words, let your life be in Him. Your daily living. Look at verse 7. Rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Rooted, rooted and built up in Him. The reason we quickly stumble is because our roots haven't grown deep enough. We're not daily drawing our nourishment for living as He lives through our union from Him. Through our union with Jesus, we are daily being nourished with His life so that we can live as He lives. And when our roots are not grown deep in Him, then we will easily stumble. We will easily go back to the carnal, to the flesh way, to the nature of the flesh. And then you say, well, I haven't changed. Yes, you have changed, but you need to learn to stay fast in Him, abide steadfast in Him. You need to learn not to easily be moved away from Him. And that is a real, you being rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, you see? It, the establishing, settling, rooted, established, settled in Him. That is a work of His grace in you. If you say, well, Pastor, <laughs> okay, I need deeper roots in Christ. So how do I get deeper roots in Christ? You worship Him in the morning. Spend time with Him. Say, Jesus, you are my life, Jesus. I have nothing without you in myself. I'm weak and I fall short of the glory of God. But in you, I have all of God. In you, I'm made perfectly one with the Father and enjoy the glory you have with the Father. Oh, Jesus, you are my life. Oh, Jesus, 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 I worship you. And you are drawing on your union, through your union with Him on His life. And, and that drawing is what causes your roots to grow deeper and deeper and deeper in Him. Ephesians 3 talks about this too. And here in Galatians 5.16 in the Amplified it says, But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will not certainly then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of the human nature with its, without God. 
you will not. You will not go back to your old ways if you abide in Jesus Christ, just like the branch abides in the vine and continues to bear fruit season upon season. So you will not fail to bear the fruit. And you say, oh, pastor, I've gotten so weary with myself because I keep blowing it, I keep blowing it, and I keep being carnal, I keep being just mere human. And in my mere human nature, I can be harsh, I can be cruel, I can, I can snap and have anger fits. I, I can be so caught up in lust that I just can't resist the temptation to watch pornography. I, 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 I know it defiles me and corrupts me, and I know it makes me feel so unholy afterwards and then I feel dead inside. I don't feel God's presence and I know it's worthless. I know it's not worth it. And what do I do, Pastor? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, I know. I know. I've been through these things in my growing in the past, but they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. I'm not boasting in me. I'm just encouraging you that Jesus is amazingly faithful. And he says, whoever comes to me will never hunger. Hunger has to do with what you feel in your flesh. You will not anymore feel the cravings for pornography or the cravings for alcohol, the cravings for drugs or other things, or the cravings for illicit relationships, a relationship with somebody you know it's, it's ungodly to go to. Those cravings will die away and you will no longer thirst, Jesus said. You will never thirst if you believe in me. You will not have that sense inside, where are you, Lord? I don't feel your presence. I don't feel your power. I can't feel you, Lord. I can't connect with you. Oh, that will be gone. That will be gone. You will never have that again. And you will also not be afraid that it's going to be gone. You will not be afraid anymore. Not be afraid. You have that sweet reliance, <coughs> confidence of faith. My Father is God. He lives in me by His Spirit. And I have, through Jesus in me, complete access into that presence. And you begin to worship. Father, oh, Father, I worship you. You love me, Lord. I worship you for being with me and in me. I thank you for anointing me with fresh oil this day that I may be taught by your spirit and know your will in all my heart and mind and soul and body and see all that you predestined me come to pass. Father, you're so good to me. And you begin to worship and boom, there's the anointing. There's the embodiment of the Holy Spirit. There is that thirst being quenched. They that thirst for righteousness shall be satisfied. Jesus said in Matthew 6, Oh, it's the satisfaction of the indwelling life of the Son of God that is better than life itself. Oh, my goodness, my lips will praise you. Thus will I bless you and lift up my hands in your name. Psalm 63 is so powerful in this. He said, Lord, I live in a dry and thirsty land in this world where there is no satisfaction. There is no water here. But I've seen your power in your holy tabernacle and I will enjoy you, Lord. I will enjoy you. Your love for me is better than life itself. And I will bless you and I will lift up my hands. And David describes really how, how to come in and how to connect, how to connect with the Spirit. And it's beautiful that we see how J David so sweetly, 
unveils this. I'll give you a verse in closing. So the title is Live Because of Me, right? I'm going to Ephesians 3. Live because of me. I want to encourage you daily. I could not bear to come out of it. I can't bear to come out of it. Oh, and I have so much grown to do. So don't, don't think that I think I'm, I'm so much better than anybody. No, I'm just as human as anybody. But I am what I am by His amazing grace. And that grace that I live by is the same grace you live by. I don't have any more than you. No, Jesus is equally available to us all. But I want to encourage you. Jesus says to you, live because of me. You will live because of me. You will, you will, you'll see. I will not fail you. I will not fail you. I will uphold you out of my rich treasury of glory. This Ephesians 3 verse 14. Out of my rich treasury of glory, I will fill you with my Holy Spirit who will take his abode within you. And thereby through faith, you will know, you will know as you let your roots grow into me, my great love for you. Together with all the saints, you'll know the height, the depth, the breadth and length of my love and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself and have the richest measure of his divine presence. And I know I can accomplish this in you by my power that's already right now at work in you. And I will do, says the Lord Jesus to you today, super abundantly, far over and above, all that you would ever dare know how to ask, hope, or pray for by my power that's at work in you right now. And I will receive all the glory by whom I've made you to be as part of my church, and the Father will be glorified. Amen. Have a good night.